as they say in the Southeastern Conference, it just means more. Tomorrow night, teams in Alabama will finally be back in full action. Who will forge their path to the state championship? This is the Powerhouse Sports Countdown to kickoff right now. Let's go. Hello once again, Detroit Webb, Wendell Hare, Andrew Edwards will be joining us later in the show along with a special guest, and I am Michael Floyd. Hello once again, and thank you for watching the Powerhouse Sports Countdown to kick off. We are finally at the doorstep of the return officially of high school football in the state of Alabama. Tomorrow night, teams across the state from north to south, from east to west, will be will gather on the gridiron and kick off their season. As you have seen, many games have been changed or have been moved back 30 minutes to an hour due to the weather we're having in the area. And I just wanted to quickly run through uh, the weather that we had today in Alabama or South Alabama, and also what we're expected to have Thursday into Friday, as some as your as your child, as your as your high school, as your team, as your players uh, get ready for the start of football season. Um, Speaks Megason of Red Zone Weather does a great job uh, of his weather coverage. He covers mainly the Panhandle and, and South Alabama, but I happen to. Uh, watch him here in Auburn. He does sometimes venture off in other parts of the state. And here's what he posted in his weather report today. Uh, this is once again, this is Pink's Megason of Red Zone Weather. I uh, think in the Mobile area today, temperatures got up to between 103 degrees and 105 degrees. And uh, that is hot. I think they called it the hottest day of the year. And triple digits are expected on Friday as well. I mean, I'm, I'm not a coach, but I think common sense would say, please. I, I don't care if you're playing. I don't care if you're a cheerleader. I don't care if you're in the band. I don't care if you're just going to watch a game tomorrow night or Friday night. Please stay hydrated. This weather is something serious, and we want everybody to have an enjoyable time in these games tomorrow and on Friday. And that can happen if you're not staying hydrated properly with water, Gatorade, Powerade, whatever the case may be. But please get those fluids in you. Um, and if you if you want to know more about the weather, head over. To speak to Megason Red Zone Weather, and he'll have you covered 
for tomorrow and Friday. Fellas, football season is finally back. Detroit Webb is back with us. We are glad to have him back. And I am surely, 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 I know for sure that we will have a great ending to the show. Um, people like Bubba don't cram. Bubba, you are you are one of a kind, my friend. You are one of a kind. Uh, whatever your secret is, you let us know. So we are excited about what's in store for tonight's show. If you're tuning in right now, look, we are going to talk about the Battle of Highway 31. That seems like the big game people have tuned in to listen to. But you're going to have to tune at the end of the show. We're going to have Andrew on around 8.30. 8.30, we're going to, we're supposed to have Andrew on here. He has invited a special guest to come and talk on the show tonight. That's all happening around 8.30. We'll break down the Battle of Highway 31, and we will make game predictions. We'll talk about who we think will be the coach of the year. We're going to talk about big games for Thursday and Friday and teams who will make a big or a comeback this year, and we're going to talk about players that are on our radar. But first, we're going to dive into these games. First of all, let me see if I can pull up these. <laughs> Someone said they'll leave when Andrew comes on. Don't leave when Andrew comes on. He, he has a lot of good stuff to talk about tonight and all these great matchups. Wendell, we're going to start with you, and you're going to go with Detroit. What are you expecting in the opening, when the fully opening week of high school football in the state of Alabama? Oh man, look, it's my expectations. Like I've always said before, for the past few days, you know, it's it's going to be exciting. It's going to be to epic proportions. Um, we've had new coaches. Um, I think every region in every region in the state of Alabama got it, uh, so at least one team in the region has gotten a new coach. Um, some's got added additional players to their uh, roster via uh, transferring or, you know, just so happened to and wanted to go to a new school. We're not going to get into that, but um, I, I'm, I'm looking for it to be, like I said, electrifying, uh, you know, like tomorrow we've got Spanish fort and Fairhope playing that that's always going to be a good game. And when you got games like that and games like, you know, Hoover and Auburn and Andalusian Op and, you know, of course, Battle of Highway 31. Games like that to start the season off, you can't go wrong with an electrifying season, you know, classifying as a uh, – with that terminology. And that might be an understatement, um, especially how good both team, these teams are. Uh, for me, I, I kind of just want to echo what Wendell says, you know, I mean, it's football season. You know, Lloyd, uh, Floyd, you called early on, football is back. Uh, I think the big matchups, week one, there's a lot of big matchups. It's going to be pretty exciting that they could have a lot of implications to go on through the season. Uh, but most of all, I'm just glad to be back with you guys, to be back on here. And uh, we love – y'all love football just as much as I do, being able to cover it. And, uh, of course, I'm going to be back on the radio this year for the Jags, doing it on the Power Pig. So, uh, I, I'm just excited about it, man. I think it's going to be a great season. The coaching changes – uh, you got Justin Nard here at Hillcrest starting his tenure. Uh, several coaches. I know a few other ones. Another coach that went to Neil. Uh, Neil looks like they're going to be a team that's going to make a lot of noise in 3A this year. They, they're they setting up for that. And, uh, man, it's just going to be a good season. I'm just – I'm excited. Football's back. That's about all I can really say is it's just 
it's a fun time of the year for us guys with the fall. Football is back indeed. I'm going to see if I can do this. We are going to go. We're not going to waste any more time. We're going to go ahead and jump, jump into these games. You have a lot of games that uh, will be played tomorrow. Somebody just hopped on. I can't tell who it was, but somebody just hopped on. Oh, it's Andrew. Uh, Andrew, please don't rip, for the love of God, please. Uh, don't hey, do hey, that. Hey. But, 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 but yeah. uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, dive in. And Andrew's going to join us later on in the show. We have a special guest who I think is still slated. To join us in hey, I, I'm still here. the show, okay. Well, so okay, so let's go ahead. A lot of games tomorrow. I didn't realize these many games were tomorrow. If you're looking, if you're a Hillcrest fan or Terry Miller fan, tune back around about 8 30. 8 30, we're going to dive into the battle of Highway 31. Once again, that's 8 30. So tune back in at 8 30 and tell your friends to come in and watch as well. Um, all right, let's get it started tomorrow. This game was moved back to eight o'clock because of. Uh, the weather, but this is the Thursday kickoff classic in Montgomery at the Crampton Bowl. Selma versus Beauregard High School. Um, some other games, in, a game that I'm considering I might go to tomorrow night. Real Town versus Tallahassee. That game will be at Real Town tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Op versus Andalusia. That's a big game that's going to be happening. Op has the new uh, head football coach, Andalusia, Andalusia, the defending 4A state champions. They get their season underway tomorrow at uh, high school continuing down. Gulf Shores will host St. Michael's Catholic High School. That will be an interesting game. St. Michael's had a jamboree last week against Spanish Ford. I heard uh, very promising things about St. Michael's offense uh, and about the team in general. So it'll be real interesting to see how they fare against uh, Gulf Shores. Continuing on down, Murphy versus Daphne, uh, Spanish Fort versus Fairhope. Continuing on down, and I think that'll just about do it for teams in close proximity to our areas. And I guess we'll start right here. Well, the only game we'll do, dive deep into will be this Op versus Andalusia game. Andalusia uh, up, yes. coming coming off of a state championship. Um, they returned some 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 good players. Back in Andalusia, Alabama, uh, the running back, uh, Jamar, Jamarion Burnett, who's committed to Auburn, by the way. I just, had, I just keep back to throwing that out there. Um, but he's returning for his senior year. Um, you have some great talent that returned from last year's team. Um, you know, they had to replace um, a head coach. I think they had to replace an offensive coordinator. A lot of replacing went on down in Op, Alabama. Andrew, you kind of, sort of, you know, have an inside scoop on these two programs. Take us through briefly, you know, what do you think about this game tomorrow night? Uh, returns uh, one of the best quarterbacks they've had in probably 10 years. Uh, I think his name's great. I know his last name is Jennings. I think it's great, Jennings. Uh, he's back. Uh, he's, he led the Bobcat offense the past, I think it's three years. I played at T.R. Miller when Coach Cantrell Tyson was there. Uh, I think he passed for 2,000 or just north of 2,000 yards for the year. So he's still there, a new head coach. I know they're uh, going to try to run the wing tee. Uh, when he was at Baker High School over there in Florida, that was predominantly his style of offense. I don't know if he's still going to run that or not. Obviously, you know, tomorrow night will tell. But they still got a lot of uh, 
a lot of receivers still there. They had to replace uh, one of their better running backs. Uh, their backup last year, and he stepped up big. He's still there. Uh, their defense didn't lose many starters at all. So it's going to be interesting to see if Andalusia's defense can match up with a veteran quarterback. Andalusia lost so many defensive backs, lost the anchor of their uh, defensive line. I think they lost three defensive linemen last, or last year. Now this year they got to replace. And just talking to people at Andalusia, they're, they know it's going to be hard to repeat, and there's no sure coping at all. They know that it's going to be hard to repeat. They know they got their, you know, the task at hand. You got people like Booker T. Washington on their schedule. You got people like Bibb County on their schedule. You got people like Off on their schedule. You got Montgomery Catholic who beat them last year in the regular season. But this Off game tomorrow night is going to be a record crowd at Chanel Lee Stadium, uh, probably the biggest crowd ever in Op history. But that is because, number one, you got defending champs coming to town. The tickets are already sold out. They sold out within, I think, 24 hours. But you also got the Op Bobcats who have a new coach. It's a new look. Uh, coach Mike Dubos is gone. But I do think this game is going to be close in the first half. But I do think Andalusia runs away with it as long as they say truth to themselves, give Jamari and Burnett the ball, and they let Jack beat Jack and air it out like he did last year against Op, who I think the first one of the first two plays of the game aired it out for like a 63-yard touchdown. So that's really my point of view. If you know, if Op can up the lean tee, can Andalusia stop the lean tee? That's kind of your basis there on that one. Wendell, Detroit, Andrew, really quickly, let's do it. I guess we'll do them as we go. The winner of this game on Thursday, tomorrow night, up the up Bobcat or the Andalusia Bulldogs. Wendell, we'll start with you. Detroit then will go to you, and then Andrew will come to you, and I guess I'll give mine too. But, Wendell, who's winning this game tomorrow night? I'm doing mine my old-fashioned way. I'm oh, going man. the Bulldogs of Andalusia by 30. Just, hey, 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 the spread on this one is 31, Wendell. Are you sure? Not 31. Well, let's do 34. Then. 35. 35. <laughs> We're going to do 35 by 35. Andalusia. I'm on – I look at that game. You know, I think they're going to be much more improved this year. But uh, I'm going to take Andalusia. I just think Andalusia has too much talent. I think Andalusia will be a little more physical between the trenches. And ultimately, they'll take over in the second half and win that ball game tomorrow night. I'm going to say Andalusia goes to Chanel Lee Stadium, but wins a close one by 14 against I, I think the championship is still going to be on their shoulders. I don't think Andalusia has quite put the rings up yet in the uh, ring cases. And I think they get a sluggish start to the first of the year, and they only win by 14. You know, last year, I, uh, I picked up – Pick up, shout out. And when I and when I did when I did pick up, Andalusia beat them, and also Andalusia won the state championship last year. So I would think if I pick up again, so you're saying you're the reason why Andalusia won a state championship last year? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying because I because I gave the bulletin board material apparently, and uh, they wanted to prove me wrong and they won a state championship. So here's what we're gonna do, and I'm and I'm gonna pull up this spread too. Now we have the spreads for all these games. I don't even see the. Oh, here it is, right here. Let me scroll on. Is, is, is the spread still 31? I'm looking for right here. They, they don't even have it. No, oh. it, should, it should be under. 
It's probably under ops. Oh, ops. right here. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, right here. Uh, thirty-five point five. Thirty-five All and right. a half. Attaboy, Wendell. You're a little. You're point five short. So thirty-five and a half is the spread. Right. Um, the pro the projections. <laughs> so we. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with ops, and when Andalusia wins that state championship again this year, we'll go back to this day, August twenty-third, when Michael Floyd picked them to win. And they want hey, but they go to it again. But what a great game that's going to be. That that's a bit of rivalry right there. I heard they get at it down there in uh, those neck of the woods. Now we're going to hop on over to Andrew. Is there any other uh, Thursday game that you want to talk about briefly before we move on? If I do not talk about this one, Curtis Hicks and Ashante Threat will skin my hair, and I will never the end of it. Spanish sport. Hosting, it is at uh, Spanish Fort, right, Wendell? Yes. Yes. Can y'all hear me? Yes, it is. Yeah. It yeah. Can y'all hear me? I'm sorry, I went to a bad spot. Yes. Can you hear us? Yes, but yeah, the Spanish Court uh, Fairhope game tomorrow night for a kickoff classic. That is definitely a game that we need to talk about. Well, talk about it. <laughs> Andrew. Guys, I can't hear you. I'm going to come back to you. I, I got oh, okay, so, to so, so, so Andrew's going through some technical difficulties. The game he was talking about was Sailand versus Fairhope. That's tomorrow night. And I, I just had it in front of me, and I just also that game is that Spanish sport. So that that's the six versus seven game. We're going to get to that one when Andrew fully gets back with us. We'll be able to dive back deeper into that game. But let's just move on right along. Eight thirty is what we said. We're we going to start talking about Miller and Hillcrest. We might, might have to wait a little longer, guys. You know, so y'all can build up this viewership. Like, share, comment, represent your schools. The more you comment, the more this, the more fun it'll be. We can interact with you, make some jokes, make some laughs, and hey, share and tell the people we're on the we're live and we're getting this thing rolling. Uh, Fruitdale, the alma mater of Wendell Hare. Fruitdale takes on St. Luke tomorrow. Obviously, Thompson, the big bad Thompson of seven A, uh, takes on Opelika tomorrow in the kickoff classic at eight o'clock on Friday. On Friday. Um, so that'll be a great one. Well, I say a great one, but it could be a blowout. We'll see. Uh, moving right along, gotta give a shout out to this one Patrick Wyndham up there in Aliceville. But Pickens County versus Aliceville, that game will be Friday at eight o'clock. A lot of these games are being moved. Clark County versus Sweetwater on Friday. Um, moving on right along, Cottage Hill and Excambia County, Atmore, College Hill versus Atmore. That's on a Friday night where I want to talk about that one. I'm really eager to see the Atmore Blue Devils this year under second-year head coach Vincent Harris. That'll be an interesting one. W.S. Neal versus Georgiana. Uh, that's also on Friday, keeping it moving. All these games we're going to come back to. Bayside Academy versus Alberta. Orange Beach versus Milton, Florida. T.R. Um, Miller versus Hillcrest. The Battle of Highway 31. Well, that'll be underway on Friday night. 
Uh, Jackson is off. I think uh, some other teams are off as well. We're going to keep on moving. Moving. Uh, Moody versus Pell City. Rush Prost makes his return back to Alabama High School football. Friday night, he goes to Moody High School. Keeping it going. McGill Tulin versus Montgomery Catholic. Uh, that's on Friday night. Murphy versus Daphne. Sarah Land versus Lipscomb Academy. That game will be on ESPN on Friday night. We're going to keep it on trucking as we go into the big 6As and the 7As. And just looking, obviously, we talked here at Trustful versus Central Phoenix City. Uh, shout out to Coach Juan Johnson and Hewitt Trustful. Hoover versus Auburn High School. That's what I will be in Hoover on Friday night. And then Maris, Georgia versus Pike Road. Um, I got to see Maris last week in Georgia when they played Gainesville. Good team that comes down to Alabama to play Pike Road. Keeping it going. Thomasville versus Leroy. And then we have Southside Selma versus Monroe County. And then Lynette versus Notasoga. And Lynette versus Notasoga is on a Saturday. And also on Saturday night is Viger versus Blunt. The Battle of Pritchard, I believe it's called. That will be on Saturday. Now, obviously, a nice plethora of games for a lot of people's enjoyment. I forgot about the battle. The Battle of Old Shell Road will also kick off the season this year. UMS Wright versus St. Paul. Um, that's a that's a rivalry uh, of in itself uh, between those two schools that sit on Old Shell Road down in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, XL, I forgot about XL. XL uh, goes to BC Rain. Millery goes to Centronil. Uh Just going back through these games here. If I miss the game, uh, put it in the comments. We'll we'll see and we'll read it and we'll we'll get Wendell to uh, put it on the screen. Um, y'all continue to check in Detroit Web fan club in the house tonight. Uh, but we're just gonna have some fun tonight and talk about some of these games. Um, and I guess we'll start. Like I said, Andrew invited somebody to come on. They, I, he's post come on. Uh, I'm not gonna say who just in case he doesn't. Hey, but I guess we'll start down in three A. Go ahead, Detroit. I was gonna say when you were talking about Aliceville, while ago in Pickens County. Have you have you guys ever been to a, a football game up there? Uh, I had the privilege of, of calling Hillcrest. The year Hillcrest won in 17 the championship, the last game of the season was up there at Aliceville. Let me tell you something. Them folks love some football up there. I, I don't think I've seen a, a more crazier fan base in a hard place. And Hillcrest, that game come down to the wire. I mean, Hillcrest was good that year in 3A. The only loss come to T.R. Miller that year. And uh, – they went up there and played Aliceville. Man, I didn't ever think we were going to get there. But, man, Aliceville has – they got some fans. and they get into some football up there in Pickens County. Yes, yeah. they do. And, and and they do it big for homecoming, too. Their homecoming, you know, they they have some – man, well, Pickens County does it good up there for homecoming. Well, this was, this was just, you know, just the last game of the season. I couldn't I – My bad. I said Pickens or, County. Aliceville. Aliceville does it big. Home. I'm just sure uh, Pickens County, Pickens County both, played for a state championship last that's a, year. That's a big rival between them two. Right. Yeah. Did yeah, you they, say Monroe, Monroe think, County well, played Friday night? Yes, I did say that this is on the uh, the AHSAA page, and it said Monroe County High School 
Let's see. I, I know I had it. Let me go back and find it. Because I said Leroy, <laughs> Pike County. Look, hey, look, I, I like being when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I it, it, okay, here we go. Yeah, Monroe County High School plays Southside, goes to Southside Selma uh on Friday. That game is at six o'clock. So Monroe County High School, 3A, Region 1. Goes to Southside Selma High School, 3A Region 3, uh, Friday night. At, and that game is going to be at 6 o'clock. Thomas Hill Leroy, I said that. Uh, and then Strawn and Red Level will play it also on Friday uh, night. Um, people are tuning in for this Hillcrest and TR. I'm going to break down. Guys, tell your friends to come on, get on. We're going to jump into that real quick. But I guess I, I want to start with. We're going to start in 3A. We're going to start right there in 3A. We're going to start right there with uh, that whole region as a whole. You have W.S. Neal. You have Mobile Christian. You have, uh, of course, you have Hillcrest, um, Thomasville. You have XL. That Thomas region Hill. right there. Yeah, yeah. That region right there is going to be uh, It's going to be fun to watch this year. Um, W.S. Neal starts season off with Georgiana this Friday. Um, I guess we'll start with those predictions right now. W.S. Neal, Georgiana, Wendell, we'll start with you, and Detroit will go to you. But, Wendell, W.S. Neal, Georgiana, who you got? I'm just, you know, it's, it's going to be a good matchup. Um, it's going to be – it's going to come down, I think – I think WS Neal's got a little more talent than than Georgiana does this year, um, and that that's going to help him. You know, give WS Neal the the advantage. Um, so I'm going to go with have to go with WS Neal on this one. You, you know, this game could possibly, and you know, I know people want to say or think different. But this game could be a little more interesting than the Battle of Thirty One. And I don't say that lightly, too, because Georgiana is really good. Uh, Georgiana didn't really lose anything from last year. They pretty much brought everything back. And if you remember last year, these guys played the first game of the season. It was only 18-14 was the final. So, uh, Georgiana's pretty loaded to be where they're at. Uh, I'm going to take Neil at home. I think Neil's going to be much more improved this year. But uh, it's going to be a good ball game. It's going to be close, but I'm going to take Neil. I think at the end of the day, uh, Jalen likely to be a big weapon for the guys that give Georgiana some trouble. And, uh, of course, you know, Coach Hugh, it's hard to hard to go against Coach Hugh, uh, especially at home. So, I want to take W.S. Neal, you know, maybe 14 points, but it would be a pretty good ball game. I, the, there was a, a question in the comments, and I'm going to address that question before I go into uh, any further. Uh, Houston Academy goes to Wicksburg. On Friday, that game's at normal time, seven o'clock. But they go to Wicksburg, which I believe, which is technically right down the street from Dalton. But that's where Houston Academy will be at on Friday night. Uh, WSL Georgiana, Wendell Pignell, Detroit Pignell, um, Andrews getting the Justin coming back on. I'm gonna go with Neil. I think I said last show that I have Neil winning the region. I think that's what I said. You know, I'm not trying to step on any toes early. But I think that's what I said, and I'm going to stick. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So I'm going to go with Neil against Georgiana. I think this is a WS Neil team that brings back a lot of experience, a WS Neil team that is eager 
And as most of all, a WSN a WSNL team that believes in themselves. It has been some time since we've seen a WSNL football team that has believed in themselves when the community comes behind these guys growing up down there. You know, Neil is one of, oh, Lord, I, I might get, get the rocks thrown at me if I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. W.S. Neal is probably one of the most passionate fan bases in all of high school athletics. W.S. Neal is probably one of the most passionate fan bases when they te- when their team is 0-10. W.S. Neal was 0-9 was two years ago going into the Battle of Murder Creek, and they packed their stadium out like they were 10-0. T.R. Miller was 10-0, and a state championship was on the line. W.S. Neal has one of the most passionate fan bases I have probably ever seen in regards to a small school. Rory. I'm gonna go with W I'm gonna that's right. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go with WS Neal beating Georgiana this Friday. Andrew, are you with us? I am. Yeah I, um I agree with you on that. I like I said before, WS Neal's season is gonna depend on how well they use Jalen Likely in the backfield. Detroit Webb knows all about Jalen. If they use in the right way, mm-hmm. they can be the difference in going five and five or nine and one. So they will be underway this Friday night at I don't know what's the name of the stadium. I, I just call it Blue Eagle Stadium, but that's not the right name to call it. But they'll be underway at Blue Eagle Stadium on Friday night in East Fruin, Alabama. Uh, now, back in the day, they used to charge for parking at WS Neal. I used to really hate – I really hated going to Neal for a football game if Miller wasn't playing them because you had to pay for parking and you had to pay for a ticket. But, hey, 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 don't hate the player, hate the game, right? But, man, but they pay for parking. If you get there early enough, you might beat them there. So, you know, just something to think about, something to think about. But, yes, uh, each – I'm going to say this before we go on. We're going to go ahead and dive into Miller and Hill, Chris. Um, if our special guest joins us, he joins us. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Um, but WSN, like I said, one of the most passionate fan bases I've ever seen uh, in regards to a small school. Um, they show up. They show out. They travel. Um, so it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see them this season, especially with this coaching staff. They have a sim coach you found has assembled probably one of the best coaching staffs in 3A. You know, you can argue that about Hillcrest. You can argue that about a lot of those 3A schools. WSC is going to have a goal. They have to play Hillcrest. They have to play Mobile Christian. They have to play Thomasville. And depending on how XL fares, they're going to have to play XL. Those are those will be some tough matchups for the Blue Eagles. If WSC can get I, – I, I know they're scheduled off the top of my head, but if they can get – if their schedule lands right and they get some of those teams at home, or just two of the three teams I just said at home, WSNL can be a factor. Now, I'm not saying they're going to say championship, but you just never know. Because all you need is belief in yourself. You can do anything you want to do. WSNL is going to be a team to watch. They have a good coaching staff that believe in these kids, that are motivating these kids. And most of all, uh, East Bruton is, is a community that's driven off of WSNL football. And that community believes in those in those in those uh, Blue Eagles, and they're going to be excited to watch this year. Now, the game that most of you are tuning in for, a game that I hope you now officially like and share. Tell your friends. We're talking about the Battle of Highway 31 that's going down Friday night 
in Bruton, Alabama, at Municipal Stadium. The Strong Tigers are checking in. Glad to have you. We're going to be talking about those Gilchrist Jaguars and those Seattle Tigers right now. Andrew, I, I, just let me know if our special guest joins in. Um, he's not, 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 not going to be able to do something came up. Okay, well, that will be great to know for the guy on the show, my fan. My, my friend, my friend, come on now. You got to tell me these things. But look, Andrew, it's the Tigers. It, no, Andrew, we ain't going to start with you. We're going to start with Wendell. Yeah, Wendell, no, you, no, you no, no. Wendell, no prediction. Wendell, no prediction. We just need a breakdown. Wendell, what's going to go? Look, break down this game. Break it down. Look. It's, the Heat's going to play a factor, of, of course. Um, of course, with all these games. Uh, also, you know, it's a, it's, it's a rivalry game. Uh, last year, it was pretty close. And, you know, I, I believe Hillcrest gave it their all, but, you know, still no prevail. However, yeah, from, I, from what I've understood, the, the line, you know, offensive line's having tr- some troubles right now. Well, the first few first few minutes of the first quarter is probably going to be the best of the whole entire game, um, because of the heat. You know, coming right off the bat, I think the heat is is going to, you know, it's going to drain the energy out of a lot of these players. And I'm not talking about just this game all across the board, but for this game only, they're coming in. They both got to play on the same field. Um, it's that T.R. Miller, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Yeah. So, if I've heard any, if I've, you know, don't listen to anything from Floyd, I, I'd have gathered one thing, and that is Star Miller's got a great fan base. Um, now, don't get me wrong. It rivals Hillcrest, you know, if we so we're throwing fans back in it, you know, it's going to level it out to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But the Jaguars are going to have a problem with T.R. Miller's defensive front. Last year, they were, from what I gathered, they was young, but they was furious. This year, they're more experienced, and they're furious. So, and, and I know you told me not to give a prediction, but I've got to. That's got it, to that's it, that's it, that's it. We're going to we, game. We gonna come back around to We're going to come back around to the prediction after everybody break it down. We're gonna come back around to it. Build up some uh build, build up some momentum to it. All right, we're gonna go. Okay, Detroit, you on the call. And you know, so we gonna let we gonna let Ed, no, 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 no. We gonna yeah, Detroit, go ahead. Go ahead, Detroit, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Is Detroit with us? I think so. He might be having Wi-Fi problems. Oh, well, Andrew left us too. Yeah, Andrew. Yes. Well, what do I, I think Detroit? What I think Detroit? Detroit. And Detroit Andrew left us. Detroit is frozen. Detroit is frozen. <laughs> Look. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, we're to go back to you with back to you back to you with them. Who's gonna win this game Friday night? Hillcrest, T.R. Miller, the Battle of Highway 31. You know, you know, Hillcrest and his team, they're going to run the flame. Oh, Oh, Detroit back. Okay, Detroit back. 
right. Is that country saying it? I will tell you this. Uh, I'm, you know, and I'm not just saying, you know, just because I'm calling for Hillcrest, but I really feel, you know, people can say what they want about, you know, yeah, Miller's still got running backs, and they do. They got running backs. They got a good line. But it does something when you lose a guy like Miles Johnson. Uh, I know one man don't make the team, but we can't just sit here and act like Miles Johnson is not a big, big, big problem if he was in that backfield. Uh, no disrespect to any other backs. I'm not saying that that's what's going to come down to the game, but I think Hillcrest, I think Justin Nard is going to force T.R. Miller to throw the football. And the big key is will, will Commander be able to hit the passes uh, to take some pressure off that Hillcrest defense? Because Hillcrest defense – uh, I've talked to a few people and got to see a little bit. They're really fast on defense. They're really fast. So they're going to cause some problems. But I think Justin Nard, I think he goes into T.R. Miller Friday night. I think he gets a big win at T.R. Miller uh, on Friday night. Wendell. I wasn't probably supposed to make a prediction. Wendell, go ahead. Uh, you know, I, I Look, I agree with some of what Detroit just said. However, T.R. Miller beat Jackson last year. Jackson, that offensive front that T.R. Miller had, I know this was last year, but I think they had some good – I think most of that all O-line returned, if I'm not badly mistaken. And if that's the case, T.R. Miller's got the offensive line that can stop a fast defensive – you know, you know, fast defense. Um, if Hillcrest can get out there and get to the quarterback and disrupt the passing game, then, you know, it could be a long night for, for the Tigers. But I don't see that happening. I think Coach Herbert's going to – he's got to plan up his sleeve to replace Miles Johnson for the time being. Um, and they're just going to, you know, run the ball and pass when they have to. So, with that being said, I'm going T.R. Miller by 14. I don't, I don't know where Andrew is. Andrew just up and disappeared. <laughs> Andrew, just, Andrew just up and disappeared. He was supposed to give his prediction. But when it's time for Andrew to give his prediction, you know, he wants to run. He wants to hide. Um, all right, Cody uh, Cody Richie says, Hillcrest beat T.R. Miller by 21. Charles Wickerson, Wilkerson, Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood is in the building. Hollywood, you know, we can't wait to get you back. Uh, you take care of yourself. And we'll be looking forward to having you back soon, especially covering the champs, the defending champs of Andalusia. All right. You know what? Let, let's let the people decide. If you're watching this, give us your score prediction of who's going to win this game between T.R. Miller and Hillcrest in the comments. And we're going to call them out. Oh, Lord. Doug Vickery said roll tie. Coach Vickery. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Coach, Coach Vickery, don't let me do it. I, Don't make me do it. I got to be professional, Coach B. I got to be professional. <laughs> you know, going back to uh, talking about Miles Johnson and all, I'm not saying Miller don't have the running backs to go in there and win that ball game by no means. I'm just saying when you take a caliber of a guy like Miles Johnson and take him out of offense and on the defense side of the ball, I mean, let, let's just let's just say it. The kid is a freak. I mean, he is an athlete. And any, whoever he plays for, if you take him out of the game, you're losing a big piece of what you like to do when you're running game and when you're on the defense side of the ball when he's that linebacker. All right, here we go. Look, y'all. Y'all look, y'all rolling these predictions. Rolling these predictions. 
if you're if you're watching, who do you think is going to win Friday night? T.R. Miller versus Hillcrest. Just some background. T.R. Miller played at home, so the uh, Jags will go to Bruton, which is what thirty minutes, if that, from Evergreen to T.R. Miller High School. High School. Yeah, if that exactly, if that. Y'all, come on, y'all watching these predictions. I'm gonna go back and read them as we go. I can't wait. Coach Vickery gonna do me like that. I gotta try to be professional. Big, big shout out to Coach Vickery. We're gonna talk about the Hurricanes later too. All right, we got Hillcrest by seven. Uh, Mr. Hollywood, we got T.R. Miller by two touchdowns. We have Hillcrest by seven. Uh, Mixon said, uh, uh, I, oh, I don't pronounce my name wrong, but Mixon said that someone said Hillcrest. Barry Jones said Hillcrest big. Um, Get, thank you, thank you. It's an old shirt, but I appreciate that. Terrell Duke says Hillcrest by 10. Regina Black says T.R. Miller by 14, go number four. Willie Quintel Williams says Hillcrest by three. Okay. All right, they said the, the backfield is just too much for Hillcrest. Okay, Detroit kind of uh, uh, elaborated on that. Um, John Ray, hello, John Ray said T.R. Miller 34, Hillcrest 18. Uh, worried with you too, Cody. And Rodrigo Chris Rudolph says Hillcrest by 10. Hillcrest, oh, Hillcrest by one. Now, I don't know how mathematically possible. Well, that is possible. I don't know what all has to happen yeah. for Hillcrest to win by one, but it is possible Hillcrest could win by one. Um, De- Detroit. Well, right, exactly. I think if, if you're just a Nard, you don't care if it's by one or by ten, as long as you get a big win. Don't as long as you get a win. Or okay. Since people are watching, and Detroit, I'm going to ask you this question. Let me look up this game first. Uh, Ricky D said uh, Miller 34-14. Uh, B. Neat said Jeff, no, we coming. I guess it's who's coming. T.R. Miller going to coming or Hillcrest coming. So we got to be more, you got to be uh, specific because I can't see who, where you're from. But they coming. Whoever it is, they're coming. Um, I'm trying to pull up the spread because there's a spread for this game. All right, here's the spread. All right, the spread is 19 and a half. The spread for T.R. Miller versus Hillcrest is 19 and a half. All right. Now, the over-under is 50 and a half. So, we'll go deeper into that. So, if you're betting people and got boards and stuff, just know the spread, you know, is 19 and a half. And, and you know, the over-under is 50 and a half. Detroit... Who on who on the Hillcrest Jaguars have to show up and play ball in order for the Jaguars to win on Friday night? I, I'm going to go to the offensive line. They're they're going to have to. The offensive line is going to have to play pretty good to have a chance to beat T.R. Miller. Uh, Timothy Gray just needs a little bit of blocking. If Hillcrest is able to block tomorrow on Friday night, Timothy Gray will have a field day down in Bruton. Uh, Timothy Gray is a, a running back that I think. By the end of the year, if he can stay healthy and you know, Hillcrest comes along, don't be surprised if he ain't one of the top rushers in Class 3A. Uh, the kid is built like a brick, and he's physical. Uh, he's one of the fastest guys in the state. He ran track. Uh, I can't go back. i get his times. I don't remember what it was. But uh, Timothy Gray, is he's got to have a big night on the ground uh, for Hillcrest to have a chance. But there again, this game will be one in the trenches. It's where it's going to be one at. Can Hillcrest's younger offensive line we talked about, can they hold up to the front end of uh, T.R. Miller? 
Uh, you know, and Taylor Miller's always physical up front. They have been for years. You, you have to tip your hat to them. Uh, they've always been physical up front. They win a lot of their games up front. And if you're not going down there to to play physical up front, you're probably not going to win a lot of times at T.R. Miller. Because there's one thing, they will be physical in the trenches. But I think Hillcrest has to match that intensity. If they do that, Hillcrest wins big Friday night at T.R. Miller. But it's a lot easier said than done. Dylan Bush said T.R. Miller by 21. Uh, Sean Parker said he likes Miller. Or they, they like Miller. However, whichever quarterback shows up wins, and uh, Miss Hollywood Charles said, uh, "Who is the who is QB one for Hillcrest?" So I, I don't. Uh, so Detroit, who if you know who is getting the starting the nod for Hillcrest to start Friday night? I don't. I, I Justin Nard is in between two guys. I want to say, uh, well, he's got one. I mean, he he he's not saying a whole lot, which is a good thing. He's kind of right. I mean, he. Give me a whole lot of information, and that's a good thing, you know. I mean, uh, I know he – I will say this. He will have somebody – I know he'll. he's made the right choice already who he's going to start, but he's probably not going to announce that until it's time. But he's uh, – the last time I talked to him, he was pretty confident in who was going to be the starting quarterback, but he didn't give me any names. And I – Obviously, I, I, y'all, and when it was time for Andrew to come make a pick, he chickened out and just hopped off. So y'all remember that the next time you see Andrew, he chickened <laughs> off. He's been chicken. He's chicken off. He's chickened off the whole off the show and won't even tell us who he's picking to win. Um, I believe he's scared of John Commander. <laughs> I think he is too. I think he's scared. And even John Commander's not even on here. He was talking a lot of stuff, too, but he's not even on here. You know, everybody's all talking until it's time to start putting some action behind the talking. Um, and, and that's what's going to happen. I don't believe, Abigail Louis said, I don't believe Hillcrest's offensive line will show up Friday. Charles said, y'all know Drew was going to run. Well, Charles, I guess we did know he was going to run. But look, obviously we can only for TR move. We can only, I guess we, I guess we can already assume or whatever the word you want to use that uh, Nathan Commander would will probably get the starting night if he hasn't already been announced, quote unquote, the starter for Friday. Coach Hubbard can change his mind. You know, the coaching is different these days. Yeah. Um, so a, a lot of these teams, you know, so I, I'm eager to see um, who both coaches go with um, because this game, and you know. For this game to be, to me, this is going to be a heavyweight matchup. You know, these are two tough teams. To me, Hillcrest, and, you know, I've been on Facebook a lot, you know, joking and kidding around, but, you know, but, but I, I'm going to get serious for, for a moment and say, Hillcrest also has a passionate fan base. Oh, there he is. Huh? Let me say this, and then we'll give it to Andrew. Hillcrest has a passionate fan base. Hillcrest has always had teams that have so much talent, you're like, you know, these guys, we didn't expect this. And I know over the years, I've seen Hillcrest and it's like, I didn't expect this. I think, like, I think you alluded to it earlier, Detroit, when they won the state championship, I think they lost to Miller that year, but they still went on to win the state championship that year. Like, a lot of people didn't expect that, you know. So Hillcrest is, is, is not foreign to talent. So they're going to show up. They're going to show out on Friday night. Andrew... The floor is all yours. Um, it's no secret. Last year, I went on the rampage. <laughs> I was saying Jags by 14, Jags by 21. Um, 
This year, not so much. Honestly, I love Coach Nard and what he's done at Hillcrest. Uh, I think he brought the discipline back. The toughness is back. Let me, let me show my face. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. Woo-hoo. No, the toughness is back. The discipline's back. Uh, I think Detroit can agree that there is no better place right now for a first-year coach in Hillcrest. The community supporting him. He's able to do what he wants as far as new locker room. He's been able to change a lot of this stuff. Uh, I got Under Armour to sponsor him. We're not sponsoring him, but sponsor the school, the uniforms. There's great things going on. He brought Detroit back as the voice of the Hillcrest Jaguars. A lot of great things he's doing. But on the other hand, you got Coach Hubbard. Uh, last year, I got to see it. They went up to Hillcrest. I made a big deal about it. I was wrong. I apologized. And it ain't going to happen again. I think this year is going to be close. I think the spread is what, 18? 19 and a half. I well, definitely said 19 and a half. 10 and a half. I think Miller is at home or they're at home. You know, Miller be cheating with the referees, like everybody always says. But I think I think Miller squeaks out by nine against Hillcrest. I don't think – I think Hillcrest is one of the tough teams in the region. I think they'll finish the two or three seed. But I don't think they're beating Miller this year. And that, that that's the sad truth about it. It breaks my heart to say it. So you telling me you went through all of this just to pick Miller to win the football game? Well, we have a you show got, you got me. You got me on Facebook photoshopping a Hillcrest shirt just that so you pick you. Miller. That was you. That was you. To, you picked him to win, not me. You're in the Hillcrest. I, I haven't picked anybody to win here. You and John Commander in Hillcrest here. I'm not me. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Detroit, go ahead. Welcome back, Detroit. I know what nice happened. To see you that, again. Whole, that whole time he was gone, when we couldn't find him, he had to call John and make sure he could pick the arm Miller. That's, that's what Andrew was missing for. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There, there it is. Miller be paying the referee. There it is. I knew it was going to happen. Okay, I don't know if that's my microphone with that static or if it's Andrew's, but if it's me, you know, I'll, I, I don't know who it was. But there oh. it is. Miller be paying the referee. No, I, I go get into that. I guess I got to give my pick now, which I don't know. I thought I did. You know, but you know, Wendell picked T.R. Miller, Andrew picked T.R. Miller, Detroit picked Keo Chris, Charles picked Keo Chris. Can we put this on the record and save this show to make everybody make sure that at least one time this year I did pick him to win? You know, uh, so I so we got two Millers. We 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 have two Millers, and we have uh, two Hill Chris. So. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I'm torn. You know, I, I'm a little torn. You know who I need to pick, but I'm not sure. I'm. I'm. I, I, you, I'm just you, not sure. Did you steal Kayla's hat from her house? I. You know. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not sure. But look, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I had a chance. I. Fun fact. I ran into Cam Riley. Uh, yesterday on campus, and we talked for a good, good bit last uh, yesterday. And man, uh, he he's excited 
about this year's team. He's eager to see what this year's team does. And, you know, we joked and kid back and forth. And um, and I was telling him of, of the days I remember him playing in the Hillcrest uniform. And I was on the opposite sideline. And, and my, 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 oh, how time has flown by. Um, so it is very, um, very exciting to see him here coming from Evergreen to Auburn now. But, you know, I'm, man, you know, it will be my luck that, you know, Hillcrest wins on Friday after I pick Miller to win. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go, goodness, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with T.R. Miller. And I'm going to go with T.R. by field goal. I'm going to go by three. But don't be surprised if Hillcrest goes in there, makes some noise, because, you know, now they have bulletin board material that, you know, everybody's dip against the world, basically. And they have all these comments and they say, someone said Miller by 21. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm going to go with the Tigers. Um, of course, I'm going to go with the Tigers. I, I think they do get it done. I think they make it nine straight. See, now, look, I didn't say that. Now I feel like I want to change my prediction. It's been not – wait, 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 wait. You said what? Miller Miller has beaten Hillcrest nine straight. No, 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 no. Eight straight. This will be nine straight if they win Friday. Coach Riggs has been gone eight years from T.R. Miller. Riggs left, 50, Riggs left 15. That was the last time they beat us? Yeah, 15. True, we – in, 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 in the third round of the playoffs. Because Andrew, Andrew Thomas beat him twice. That's saying something right there. Andrew Thomas beat him twice. Then you had um, Keith Etrus beat him. All right. And then it's been – how long has Coach Hubbard been at Miller? And it's about year four. This is – Yeah. This year four, so he's been them for four for three years. So yeah, it's about if if Miller wins Friday night, that'll be nine straight. But now if they lose, they'll be like, oh y'all jinxes. Either way, we I've learned when you do these types of things, they're they're gonna hate you because you jinxed them. They're gonna hate you because you didn't pick them. You know, either way, you're gonna be hated by somebody. You know, but that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it real interesting. That's what we have a laugh about. Um. So, Lord, look, they're going, they're going. Exactly, you know, so. If we do a show, if we do a show tomorrow night, my opinion might change. We need need to schedule a show just in case I feel froggy. (laughs) You know, so um, a a lot is on the line. A lot is on the line here. Um, So, so when you see people saying this will be a statement win for Coach Nerd, they are not lying. They are not exaggerating. It would be because Hillcrest hasn't beat Miller since 2015. And then if you want to get technical, Miller beat him in 15 the first time. So Miller has won the last nine out of ten, eight out of the nine, something like that. They hold I'm that good. win in fifteen. They hold that win in fifteen over our heads because they retired the man. Is what they always say. Yes. Well, let's be honest. They, they, they probably did, you know. So, um, but look, I'm I, I want to say this, and, and to be serious, I have the Tigers by three, but 
don't be surprised if Hillcrest comes in there and upsets Miller. This will be an upset, and this would be a huge statement win. If Hillcrest wins Friday night, I, I'm pretty sure their fans might storm the field. And if they do, rightfully so, because it's a huge win. You know, it's like when Tennessee beat Alabama last year, you saw how they celebrated. I hope they do it again this year, but that's another topic for another day. But Hillcrest has been perfect saying, you can't keep <laughs> off the field tonight. Look, you're going to, it's going to be a fucking, look, I would tell you, they're going to have people lying down the streets. They're gonna the pre-sale pre-sale tickets are gonna sell out. This is this could be the game of the year. Yes, T.R. Miller has to play Neil. Yes, T.R. Miller has to play Jackson. Yes, T.R. Miller has to play St. Michael's. Yes, T.R. Chris has to play Thomasville. Yes, T.R. Miller has to um, T.R. Miller. Yes, T.R. Chris has to play Neil as well. But this could be the game of the year for both squads because it's a tough matchup in my opinion right out of the gate. In some extreme temperatures, who God knows where could they be by the time Friday night rolls around. So, I'm, I'm sorry, although not Alabama fans getting mad um, on here. But, you know, so I, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's right. So, Andrew, Detroit. Andrew, I'm going to ask you this question. And Detroit, I'm going to ask you another question as we wrap it up here. Andrew, T.R. Miller wins Friday night if blank. Mm. I love that question right there. T.R. Miller wins if they let Ned Commander air the ball out because they're not going to win on the back of Takai Askew and Mr. Jolly running back. They're going to have to win by letting Ned Commander pass the ball. Detroit. Okay, go. I'm sorry. My bad. You're good. I'm sorry. I'm good. All right, Detroit. Your question is: Hillcrest wins Friday night if blank. I think Hillcrest wins if if they can force Commander to go downfield. Now, I had to agree with what Andrew says. Can Nathan hit the shots downfield? I think Hillcrest is going to be a little fast up front, and they'll be able to get in that backfield a lot of time for the play to develop. I, that's what I feel like. And I think it'll come down to Ken Nathan, the commander, make the throws he needs to make to uh, loosen up that defensive front end for Hillcrest because they're going to be bringing the pressure. Nard's going to bring the pressure on Friday night. Now, look, I'm going to tell you this now. I I, I, I love my Tigers. I love, oh, Bubba Bus in the chat, Miller by 14. Bubba Bus in the chat, Miller by 14. Look, I don't care what happens. I don't care who really wins. I don't care who wins the football game, but I will tell you this. Hillcrest Band is going to march all around that stadium Friday night. Hillcrest has one of the best high school bands I have ever seen. Ball and I've seen something. I've seen, I've seen seven, eight bands. I've seen six, eight bands. I've seen bands of all classifications. Nobody bands can touch Hillcrest in my opinion. And I'm not saying that the sugar coat butter, whatever you want to call it. Hillcrest Band can get down. I know I know Eric Bailey, good friend of mine, goes to my church back at home. Great guy who writes some great stuff for that band. Hillcrest, man, I mean, if Hillcrest don't win on the field, they'll win in the stands because they got one of the best bands in the land, in my opinion. But got to shout out their band. 
nah, it, it ain't even Sarah Land. It ain't even Sarah Land. It is, it is here because they have a good man. Look, we've talked about this game. We've we, we've talked enough about this game. Everybody's picking T. I'm gonna except for Detroit and Charles. So over oh, Andalusia, yes. I, look, I'm sorry, y'all. Hillcrest got a good band. See, Hillcrest band, they play. I mean, they don't like play, you know, but they 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 get down with it. They you gotta see hey, it to experience it. I got one game. I don't know if y'all picked or not, and it's the best game in the state besides T.R. Miller hosting Hillcrest. You got Russ Probst against Jake Gaines in the Moody versus Pell City. Russ Probst is a team staying in the hotel, and they're about 15 minutes from each other. You got to pick Pell City or Moody. Floyd, I'm going to start with you so you can pick that one. I'm, I'm going to go with Moody. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Russ Probst is back. Very name. Incredible, you know, for for reasons, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Moody. I I, I don't think it's close. I, I don't think it's close. Maybe 14, but yeah, I'm going with Moody. Did you did you say Pale City? Yeah, Rush Probst took their phones away tonight at six o'clock when they don't get a match of the games over. They're staying in a hotel room in Birmingham when they got to play Moody. Who's about probably twenty five or thirty minutes away? Ain't that crazy? I ain't yeah. never seen something like it. That's like T.R. Miller staying in a hotel the night before WS Neal. Don't make no sense. The rush pro does it. I, I think I get to keep him out of trouble. I think I think, I think Pell City better stay there and enjoy that continental breakfast in the morning because Moody's gonna put it on them Friday night. Exactly. Exactly. You know. No. Man, rush. Rush needs to retire. He, he's done it twice in Georgia. He's done it in Alabama. That didn't go. None of those stops went good. And correction, Bubba, there is a hotel in Bruton now. It's called the Best Western. Thank you. Thank you. Don't do Bruton. Don't, don't, don't do Bruton. Well, we're supposed to have this man on the show one day. You ever hear this bad mouth and tell him to retire? We can't let him retire yet. Oh. He said he got eight years. <laughs> he need to retire. You know, he need to just, you know. I thought Bubba. I thought Bubba said he's getting off the show when I get on here. You know, so. Well, a lot of people did because we showed him dip that we stopped talking about Miller Hill, Chris. But I know we got to talk about Wendell. other games. I know we got uh, some. Go, go ahead, Wendell. Look, Moody's going to beat Pell City. Break. I think it breaks off of them. I'm saying Moody by 60. Oh, no. Be now, don't get me wrong. I credit the discipline that, that Rush Probst bring and, and his coaching credentials. I, I respect that. I really do. Maybe next year, not this year. You know, I, I'm with Floyd. He needs to go ahead and retire and and hang it up. Yeah, well, guess what? He needs to hang it up, but I don't know if they're going to get beat by uh, 60 Friday night. But we'll see, though. If I they can... do, I'm like, what the call it? I got Pell City upset Moody by 10. Boy, I I used to say no wonder our views drop. Somebody said, "Uh oh, I don't know what I just did." Somebody, Somebody said, "W W S Neal over Miller this year." Everybody said, "All right." Jackson. I think Jackson go ahead, go ahead. Uh, they need to get the blue map and just shine it up for him. 
Nobody's touching Jackson. Jackson's going to outscore everybody by at least 14 points this year or more. Nobody's going to touch him. The only you time know, they're going to touch Jackson is a handshake line after the game and tell him, all right, good game. I'll see you later. I think Jackson's just as overrated. I, I, I think Jackson is a wee bit overrated this year. Now, granted, 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 I haven't seen them play yet. But to me, I, all the hype, I, I, they might be slightly overrated. But they could play. They could, they're off this week. So when they play next week, my opinion could totally change about them. You know, I'm just saying they could be a little bit overrated right now. Jackson has two overrated things in the city. They're Purple Cows, number one, and Bubba Butts is number two. Oh, hey. <laughs> Until he both long now. I think. <laughs> oh goodness! Right, to where I said, "Who you with, Floyd?" What you mean? I, I to win the region? Yeah, he wants to know if you with Jackson or not. See, Torres, Torres likes uh, Pepsi products. Oh, oh, he Pepsi? No, I. Well, see, T. I love Pepsi, but I, I, I fall in love with Coke. To be honest with you, not that type of Coke, but you know the Coca Cola that you drink. You know, so I got so. Um, just want to just want to clear that up. Um, but I say Jackson is overrated. But like I said, if they play next week. I'll be able to say more or change that opinion. Um, but you know, right now, to me, I think that region with Jackson and T. R. Miller. And basically, I say, I think it's, it's a toss-up. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, we we've heard it today. Uh, <laughs> we heard it today. Uh, clean what up? He he works for Coke. That's why I said he likes Pepsi. Oh, I told my mom. My mom said you you better clean it up, Floyd. I don't know what I spilled or what I did, but I, I might be in trouble. Uh oh. But um. I'm going to say this. I think that region is uh, up for grabs for anybody, to be honest. And I think that we kind of went into um, the discussion today when we were talking about T.O. and Hillcrest, that everybody's kind of counting out Miller because of a potential injury to one of their best running backs. And I, I think Miller has more depth than what people realize. And I think they'll see that come Friday night when they play Hillcrest. But I also believe that, you know, obviously being probably being down your starting running back is going to hurt, but I don't think it's going to hurt as people think it's going to be. I, you still have talent from the quarterback and commander. You still have talent uh, on the end. You still have talent on the uh, on the offensive line. You have talent in the defensive backfield. Um, so I so I, I think Miller and Jackson are neck and neck, in my opinion. Um, yes, Jackson just had a, a player commit to South Carolina. T.R. Miller at the moment does not have nobody committed to SEC school or Power 5 school, to my knowledge, as of right now. Now, they have some that may have offers, but none that are committed as of right now. So I think people are really – I think people are reading the tea leaves too much about a potential injury about T.R. Miller's running back. And I, I, I'm saying people are overreacting to it because I think T.R. Miller has more. I think T.R. Miller did good during the 7 on seven that I watched him in this year. Um so I, I'm going to say that, but I I, I think T.R. Miller will be fine. Um, uh, Co- yeah, Cody Flanoy, Nick Saban, Kane Wilmette, Um, You know, maybe Nick Saban, uh, Nick Saban, Keith Etheridge, uh, Mark Freeman, maybe. 
or they say even keep that this Brent Hubbard or you know uh -huh. and Freeman, you know, just in there. I mean, you you got I mean, look, I think when we compare coaches, you know, it the lines get blurred because you have those young coaches that are really good, and then you have those traditional season coaches that's been doing it for a long time. And I guess that brings me to my next question, and that's who is your preseason coach of the year? So uh that reason ain't one yet. That reason not one yet. It's up for grabs in my opinion. But Wendell, just one coach from any classification. We we don't have time to go through all seven. So just pick a region, your preseason coach of the year. Well, I can't pick one right off the bat. I want to see how they perform this first few weeks. Um, but my, I got my eyes on two coaches, actually, and they're both in 6A Region 1. Uh, that's going to be Coach Kelly, of course, from Sarah Lynn. You know, I think he's doing a, a fantastic job down there, and I, he's continuing to build a legacy, you know, in Sarah Lynn. So I think that's one of them. But another one that I think to be on the lookout, and it could shock some people, and that's Coach Steve Mask from Theodore. He's, uh, you know, he took over Theodore. He's got a, you know, his former school in St. Paul's is in 3A, uh, in 6A Region 1 is also. So he's got to play against them, and, and I'm kind of anxious to see how he does. Uh, if he can turn that program and maybe get him back to his uh, state championship game, maybe he, you know, he deserves it. But at right now, I would have to, if I had to pick just one, I would have to say Jeff Kelly. Someone said uh, 3A actually killed Creasley. That's the strong head coach. Strong. I did have them on my list. Right hey, hey, I don't know who they playing. Watch, watch out for strong. Watch out for strong and 3A. I'm trying to find out who the who they play tomorrow night. I mean, those Friday milk, night. Those milk jugs and cowbells are going to be humming. Yes, they do. They always do. Strong has, strong has a good friend. Strong has a good uh, red level. Strong and red level that they play. Uh, this week, so that'll be a good Charles, one. I think Strong Charles, wins Charles that one. Yeah, Charles I think Strong wins that. Yeah, I think Strong wins pretty easily there. Yeah, I agree with Charles. All right, Andrew, your preseason coach of the year. Mm. I got three. No, I, I said one. I said one. Uh, uh, one. You, you didn't, oh no, you you didn't. You just let Wendell pick two. It's because. Well, it's you, yeah, just because you could boy, because you go try. Uh uh, one, one, one. I'm gonna say Coach Miles Holcomb at Southside because but people don't know about Southside is Miles Holcomb has led them now to I believe it's three, maybe going on three, but he's led them to bat to bat playoff appearances for the first time in school. He let it sink in. He was key injuries away last year. Been able to make a run in the playoffs as a two seed, and then he had finished up as a four seed. But this year, he has all the talent coming back. And I'm going to say, watch out for Southside and watch out for Coach Holcomb, who's one of the best young coaches in the state, alongside Jake Gaines and Moody. And those two play each other every single year in a big rivalry. So it might come down to that game to see who gets uh, Coach of the Year. Detroit, you have a preseason Coach of the Year? <sighs> There's so many ways you could go. Uh, I, I would have two, but I, I'll give you one. I want to talk about two. I think Coach Nard is in running for that, too, depending on how 3A shakes up as a possible candidate coach of the year. 
But also, I want to talk, you know, Hugh Fountain. I mean, I know he's coached a lot and been a lot around. If he's able to win the region this year, we, we could very possibly see him as a coach of the year candidate. Uh, you know what he done last year when he wasn't supposed to? Uh, they got in the playoffs, uh, beat some teams they probably shouldn't have. And if he's able to win that 3A region, and you guys know that region like I do, that is a tough region from top to bottom. Yes, it I mean, is. what, Plumpton lost, what, four games last year by a total of five points? I mean, that's think about that. Wow. If Flemington swing of the ball, they would have been in the playoffs and, you know, tell how far they would have went, you know. Uh, but I'm going to say – I'll say uh, Coach Fountain, uh, but Justin Nard can really take that too if he has a great season. So, it's – I've been saying Nard, but it's Nard. Okay. Now I know. Now I know how to pronounce Coach – Coach's last name. All right, so I guess since everybody's doing two, I guess I'll do two as well. How, how, how come I got to do one? Everybody else did two. You said my husband was Jay Gaines. You came on late. So, so I guess I'm going to do two, 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 two. So I, I'm going to stay in Escambia County as well. I want to stay in Escambia County. And I'm going to go further down 31 to both schools. I'm going to say Doug Vickery at Flomerton. I'm going to say Vincent Harris at Escambia County. I obviously, if I had to pick just one, it would be probably Vincent Harris at Escambia County, mainly because I'm very eager to see how he does in his second year at the helm there in Atmore. Atmore has made an investment with football, building a new football facility for their team. Coach Harris is just as good as they come. A man who, who who's deeply rooted in, in, in his beliefs, and you know he he's getting the community involved there. He's another coach that's making his guys believe in themselves before they even go on the field and run a ball up and down for fans in the stands. And I think that he's going to vote very well. And I said, yeah, I'm eager like but like like three A region one, four A region one is another tough region. With with what we've already established, Jackson, we've already established T.R. Miller. Can can Atmore beat? Uh, can Atmore beat a team they're not supposed to, whether it's Jackson or T.R. Miller, and then you know beat the Bayside, beat the St. Michaels, and beat the Satsumas to get into the Orange Beach to get into the playoffs. I think Atmore can get into the playoffs this year, but they're going to have to beat the teams they need to beat, and they're also going to have to upset a team that they have no business beating as well. As far as Coach Vickery, I, I, I said it last year, Coach Vickery is one of the sec- best second-half adjusting coaches I've ever seen. I've seen him do it time and time again. 3A Region 1, we've established that plenty of times tonight. That's a tough region. Flums is going to have to be Hillcrest. They're going to have to beat Neal. They're going to have to beat uh, Mobile Christian. Thomas. Well, obviously, they, they might drop Thomasville or XL or Hillcrest or Neal, but you can't drop many. I'm e- I'm also eager to see how Coach Vickery turns things around. Flomerton missed the playoffs last year. There's a hunger with those guys to get back to the playoffs. They brought in some good talent over the summer, some talent that moved into the area. So I'm eager to see how Coach Vickery has his team come. Well, Friday, Friday, Friday they play Northview. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. I just I, I saw it, but yeah, Friday. Um, so that's who they have. Um, so I'm eager to see by Coach Vickery. So Coach Vickery, Coach, uh, Coach Harris, those are my preachers and coach of the years. Those two teams can be sleepers, sleepers in their region and get in the playoffs. Um, hey, Bubba said that Jackson plays Escambia County for homecoming. They tell gave from 10 a.m. to midnight. We're more than welcome to come party. Floyd, you can go, but I don't like Bubba Butts. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I'm going to uh maybe no, I shouldn't say this on the live because I haven't even told my mom I'm going yet. But I'm going to uh I'm going to College Station in Fayetteville, Arkansas this year. So I won't be doing much traveling this year at all. But sorry, mom, I was supposed to text you that about a couple weeks ago, but I just forgot. But I love you. I love you. Breaking news, mother. Breaking news. And Your son's going guys. to the SEC. Florida get back tomorrow night and say, okay, well, I ain't going to favor a conversation anymore. <laughs> I forgot to tell. I, showed, I think I told him. I think I told him. So I think I think he'll be okay. I think I told him. I told him so. Miss um, Latrice, please. Oh, she said we would talk. She said we would talk. I show. I told her. I know. I told her. I know. I did. Um, but looking forward to that. <laughs> looking forward to that. Um, we got to wrap it up. We've been on here for an hour and sixteen minutes. Andrew is gone, so we're gonna wrap it up, fellas. Man, football is back. It starts back tomorrow night at various places. Continues on Friday and even goes over into Saturday. Um, so that will be um, very interesting and exciting. Um, there was one topic we didn't get to go in deep enough. We'll do that either tomorrow or we'll do it Friday. Um, but, you know, we talked about some really good games today. And, and um, <laughs> Wendell, you need new friends. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba said that. Wendell don't need new friends. He got some good friends in us. He has some good friends. Um, he gets an Alabama fan, but I won't hold that against him. I want to hold that against them. Uh, but but Wendell, uh, quick final thoughts, a minute wrap up, final thoughts, and then we'll send it over to Detroit. Oh man, you know it, it's that kind of morning the presents are put up, and you know you're waiting for them to be, you know, to open them now. You know, football's here, and you know I have a couple games that I'm I'm looking forward to. Uh, I know you mentioned them. We didn't get to talk to them, but one of them is Sarah, uh, Citronelle versus Millery. Citronelle, I'm looking forward to that game. Um, believe it or not, it's the with this heat and stuff, they're still, as far as I know, they're still playing at seven, so uh, it's going to be a hot one. But being able to work within, within the community and, and see how much the community is putting forth the um, effort to – to make sure these athletes are going that you know are, are coming together and you know last year they they was humiliated when they played Millery they went up to Millery at the Wildcat Hill and you know was upset thirty to fourteen this year um, Millery travels you know comes to Citronelle and you know it's going to be an interesting matchup because Citronelle has improved a lot um, I definitely look to see them but other than that you know. It's going to be an exciting season, and you know, if if you're out there waiting or something, stay hydrated. You know, make sure, like you said earlier, you, you know, you can't express it now with this heat. Make sure these kids stay hydrated. You know that that's an important thing. But other than that, you know, that's all I've got. Detroit, it's all yours. Uh, all I want to say is, you know, good luck to all the teams across the state uh, this year that's coming up. I uh, pray that all the kids stay healthy and uh, that everybody just has a successful season. And, uh, you know, fans, we get caught up in the game. But, you know, just remember, the, these kids, they go out there and work hard to get to where they're at. So 
you know, have positive things to say about teams. You know, you don't have to – we all like to kid and joke and stuff, but, you know, at the end of the day, they're fine young men dressing up on the field having an opportunity to play a game they love. So, well, whoever you pull for, just make sure you encourage them. Say something good about them. And that's all I want to say. Just just ready for the start of the season, and good luck to everybody. Andalusia and Auburn are underway tomorrow night on Thursday. On the Friday side of things, you have Atmore and Cottage Hill. You have Flomerton and Northview. You have uh, Strawn and Red Level. Um, you have Auburn High and Hoover. That's the game I'll be at on Friday night. Auburn High goes to Hoover. That'll be a, a good matchup. And then you have the Battle of Highway 31 down and through in Alabama. The T. Armour Tigers and the Hillcrest Jaguars. It is going to be an epic week zero of high school football in the state of Alabama. From Wendell Hare, Detroit Will, I'm Michael Floyd. We can't wait to see you this week. Football is back. Good night and so long, everybody.